Welcome home to the Tiny Hat Energy Podcast. My name is Amanda, and my commitment is to be radically vulnerable as I share my story, energy, and love with the intention it will help you as you journey through life. I am on a mission to help create a new world of love where space is saved for everyone's tiny hat energy. My name for the energy present when we embody our most loving, vulnerable, and authentic self. Together, we will walk through both immense suffering from trauma, addiction, incarceration, grief, and mental health, and immeasurable joy from overcoming suffering, finding my tiny hat energy, and living once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Every moment of my life has been a gift from grace calling me home to my natural state of love. After almost taking my life in a desperate attempt to stop suffering, I finally woke up and answered that call. I welcome you to join me on this journey of learning, unlearning, healing, and loving. I'm so grateful and humbled that the universe brought you here with me today, and I love you. Welcome back to the third and final introduction episode of the podcast. I am so excited for this episode today because we have made it through the first 30 years of my life, which was a lot of overcoming trauma and struggles and addiction and mental health and suffering really. And this past year, it's actually been nine months. Um, It hasn't been a full year yet, but this past year has been the best year of my life. I've had more experiences and growth and change and healing and awakening in the last nine months of 2023 than my entire life combined. And I'm really excited to share all that with you and really lay the groundwork for the purpose of this podcast and the things that I plan to talk about and how I plan to spread my message of love and authenticity authenticity and hope. So kind of picking up mid-November of last year, right around when my partner and I had separated, I really kind of went off grid for a month. I didn't really do much, I didn't really go out much, and just started to really look inward for the first time in a really long time in ways that I hadn't really ever done before. And about mid-December, I got my tattoo on my chest and it says courage over comfort. And I was watching a Brene Brown special on Netflix, she is incredible, talking about vulnerability and it was talking about courage over comfort and it was just a clicking moment for me. For whatever reason, I had suffered enough. The separation of my partner and I and kind of really this last piece of my life, this last identity, if you will, of being you know, a, a partner to him, falling apart was the turning point for me of there has got to be more than this because I have been sitting in immense suffering for the last two years and I'm just not happy and I have every reason to be happy. So how can we change this? And I watched this Netflix special and the next day I put my notice in at my job and this was a really incredible six-figure tech job, the best job I have ever had in my life and I knew that this job was keeping me in comfort and was too much part of my identity and was not what I wanted to be doing with my soul and my life here on earth. And so I watched this Brene Brown special. I put my notice in at my job and I get this tattoo and New Year's comes around and I've really at this point started to go from drinking several nights a week going out, you know, every Friday and Saturday and Sunday night to barely going out at all and almost entirely removing alcohol from my life. 
life and I slowly started to stop wearing so much makeup and New Year's hits and I took my acrylic nails off which I had had for years and really invested a lot of time and energy into and so coming into the new year of 2023 I was just ready to do anything and everything to change and be happy and grow and find peace and joy and bliss. I had already had a three-week, three-country trip planned and had really just decided that 2023 was going to be my pseudo gap year. I was going to take an entire year to not make work my focus and to make spirituality and healing and inner work and travel my sole focus. My partner and I had been kind of talking and he was getting some help for some of the things that had led to our separation. So we decided to go on this trip together and see if we could, you know, make this work. At this point, we've been separated for almost two months and he was out of the house for some of that time time which was you know really my first time being alone in years since I was in prison so we go on this trip and we went to Belize, Costa Rica, and Jamaica. And it was the first leg of the trip in Belize, which is hands down, I've been to eight countries. My favorite country is a magical place. And it is definitely the moment where my joy was born. And what I mean when I say that is just during this trip, I was completely and entirely immersed in joy and bliss. And I mean, just to the point where every day, multiple times a day, I was just crying at the beauty of life. And just this piece of not trading my time for money and exiting, you know, this matrix of society and starting to really say no and have boundaries and put myself first and quit giving my energy to the things that weren't serving my highest good. So we go on this trip and we decide on this trip that we are going to recommit and work on our relationship. And so we get back at the beginning of February and it really just becomes this deep mission of inner work. And when I say inner work, that can mean a lot of different things. I started meditating. I started really kind of being open to spirituality and Reiki and crystals and just really started doing things that made me feel good. Started taking my diet really seriously. Started getting good sleep. Started eliminating chemicals from my life and that's something I'm really passionate about because it made a world of difference. I am now 100% plant-based, organic, chemical-free, all natural. There are absolutely no chemicals in my home. It just started to really snowball and as I gained some traction, it just kind of kept going and going. And the theme of this year has really been two steps forward, one step back. <laughs> And that's been really challenging because, you know, you get so much momentum going and then you kind of fall back a little bit and growth isn't linear and I know that, but that has been really challenging for me because when I start to feel really good and have awakening and consciousness and then take a step back and maybe make some choices that don't align with my highest good or act out old behavior patterns that aren't serving me, I 
tend to get really discouraged and kind of re-entering that suffering really deeply impacts me and I just want to remind everyone growth isn't linear and taking those steps back are necessary to not only remind us of you know where we can go back to if we don't stay diligent and make healthy positive choices for ourselves but they really make us appreciate the growth and the positivity and the healing that's happened in our life. In March, I turned 30, and this just really felt like a turning point for me. New decade, new me, new everything. And in March, we went to New York and Iceland for my birthday. I had always wanted to visit New York for some reason. I never really explored the East Coast much. And Iceland is incredible and magical, and from the moment I saw it, I knew I needed to go. And my birthday gift to myself was to go see the Northern Lights. So I go to New York and I do, you know, the Comedy Cellar and all of those great New York things. And I got to see the Northern Lights. It was one of the top three most magical moments of my entire life. And it really just grounded me in the majesty and the wonder of the universe and of source, creator, God, whatever you believe in. And that trip was so grounding into nature and really pushed me beyond anything I could have ever thought was possible in my strength and in my resilience and drive. We hiked miles in freezing cold Arctic winds to go see a glacier. And it was the most challenging thing I've ever done physically. We saw things that I couldn't even describe, like the beauty and wonder of Iceland is truly unlike anything I've ever seen. And that trip really solidified that this was who I am now and that choosing these things for myself and realigning my life and my priorities was not going to go away. So this leads up to April, and April is when I posted my first video. And I don't really know where that idea came from. I just know that I felt like I had a lot to say, and I had changed so immensely in the six months leading up to that. At this point, we hadn't even been public about our separation, and I just felt like it was really important to share with my loved ones and my friends and my family what was going on and why I'd been so quiet and why I had really kind of reclused into, you know, focusing on myself and doing these things for myself. And so I started kind of posting these video updates of my journey and all the changes I was making. And at this point, outside of my really close friends, no one really knew about the tiny hat. I had been posting pictures of me in the tiny hat, but I hadn't really talked about it. And that was the birth of me sharing that story and realizing, wow, I can share what I've been going through and I can share my overcoming of suffering and I can share this spiritual journey of awakening and impact people. And it started coming to me in what I call downloads. And I want to stop here for a second actually and revisit the language disclaimer because it's really important. Words matter. And I really want to drive home the impact of I save space for whatever reality and whatever words work for you. There is no one right word or phrase or concept you will hear me say like three, four, five words back to back to back. 
For example, God, creator, source, universe, mother earth. In essence, those are all the same thing or similar at least. So please use whatever word works for you. Kind of getting back to it. It started to come to me in what I call downloads. You can call them your inner voice, moments of knowing, intuition, call it what you will. But I started to have these downloads in my meditations of this podcast and they would come and then they would come stronger until I had a meditation so deep one day that my version of God, creator, source, whatever word you use, came to me and literally told me to make a podcast and to share my story. And so that's how we got here and when this journey really started. Before I get any deeper, I want to touch on some words and explain a couple of things because regardless of what you're coming into this podcast with, you do not have to be religious. You do not have to be spiritual. I am not personally religious. I personally, for me, do not choose organized religion in my life. I like the term spiritual because it is personal and it's a very all-encompassing word. So when I say spiritual, that's really what I mean, is my relationship with myself and my version of source, which I use many words for depending on the day. And another word I wanna talk about is awakening and consciousness. Awakening being coming from a state of quote unquote being asleep, meaning not really consciously making inner work and service and God and these things a priority in my life and consciousness meaning the state of you know presence and awareness and this journey has really been one of awakening and raising my vibration if you will raising my frequency raising my energy whatever works for you but it's really been a journey of awakening, expanding my consciousness, growing my spirituality, growing my relationship with my creator, growing and healing my relationship with myself, aka inner work, shadow work, inner child work, whatever fits for you. And that's really been what this year has been. Obviously, it's been going on for a few years, but it consciously started to be my number one priority last year in December and it consciously started to be my entire life right around March or April. And this is also right around when I enrolled in a spiritual academy. It's called 4D University. Feel free to look that up. Aaron Apke is someone who's been a major part of my journey. We discovered his videos on a lot of spiritual topics, including the Law of One, last year. So about a year and a half, almost two years ago. And while it took a lot of time for that to really stick and integrate as a regular part of my life, it definitely has been a big part of my story. And so enrolling in this spiritual academy, which we learn about things like ego and mastering your mind, and we meditate every day. And I'm currently in the second phase of the program, which is meditation mastery, where I am learning to meditate Twice a day for upwards of an hour, I'm learning to enter different brainwave states, alpha, you know, theta, gamma, etc. And it has been one of the most transformative things that I've done on this journey. I'm so grateful to have this program and to have the ability to be a part of this spiritual academy. And so, you know, we're in April and this is like full steam ahead. I am daily deeply exploring my journey with minimalism 
At this point, I have given up nicotine for three months. I was addicted to nicotine off and on almost 13 years and just literally threw it away one day and was like, I'm done. And so in April, I've got several months without nicotine. I've now been to, you know, six countries. I'm in this spiritual academy. We built a 20 foot greenhouse and I'm starting the journey of growing our own food. And it was also in April that I got my tiny hat energy tattoo right behind my ear on my neck and really decided this is my way of life now. And really what that means is authenticity is my way of life. Vulnerability is my way of life. And making these my deepest core values and making these my life's mission to share with others and to help others find in whatever way resonates with them. We are now kind of up to May and May is the month of nature and community and even deeper inner work if that's even possible and i really started to for the first time in my life go hiking and do things out in nature regularly and started to see how much nature feeds my soul and how much nature recharges me I got really passionate about grounding and started walking around barefoot everywhere. And grounding is just putting your feet on the ground. You get electrons from the earth and it literally recharges you. There's a lot of really great research and I now sleep on grounding mats and am barefoot everywhere I possibly can be. And for community, we started attending Reiki and Reiki is really just energy work, energy healing. And, you know, we're energetic beings. We obviously have energy in our body. And so we know that trauma stores in the body energetically. And that was really profound. And I also found a lot of really great community and started to really meet like-minded people. And going into the end of May, I am just on top of the world. I have had honestly a few months straight of just consistent, incredible healing and growth. I am overcoming, you know, really deep-rooted limiting beliefs around not being lovable, not being worthy, not being enough. Those are kind of my three core limiting beliefs I've learned. And so in May, we go on a trip towards the end of the month to Idaho to visit some really close friends of mine. And this trip to Idaho is a major turning point in my story because we go into this trip as our highest selves and just being on cloud nine and being in the nature of Idaho, which was incredible. And we rounded out the trip um, May 30th and went base jumping. And it's the Perrine Bridge, which is one of the top locations for base jumping in the world. It's the eighth tallest bridge in the US and it is one of the only locations where you can jump off year round without a permit. It's really high and it's really intense. Space jumping is one of the more extreme things that you can do. Just to kind of really give some insight here, I was definitely afraid of heights and I'm not a super adrenaline extreme person before this year. I've actually never done anything extreme or adrenaline before this year. And at this point, I have paraglided over the Costa Rican jungle. I have swam with sharks in Belize in the Great Barrier Reef. Open ocean was another fear of mine. Cold was another fear. I have hiked 
in below freezing Arctic winds for several miles to a glacier. And so base jumping was obviously the next extreme. And in that moment of jumping off that bridge, I experienced complete transcendence of my ego. And that really started kind of this week going into June and coming back home of, I can't even find the words. The best thing that I can say is heaven on earth, pure bliss, pure joy, I just was the ultimate embodiment of my highest self. I was basking in authenticity and love and vulnerability. My partner and I were doing exceptionally well. I just was so happy. It was a really incredible time, which takes us into June. And at this point in June, my partner and I have decided we are all in. We are all in on authenticity. We are all in on this spiritual journey we are all in on these podcasts and we're already starting to come up with the name and do kind of some of that back-end groundwork to make this a reality and so we started off june coming out publicly for the first time to all of our friends and family about our ethical non-monogamy lifestyle and it was the last integration of authenticity it was the last thing that we were filtering and not being authentic around. It was so freeing and so healing to just finally be our most authentic selves with everyone. It was all out there. There were no secrets. We were no longer having to have two social media accounts. And that, I feel like, was the last kind of moment of integrating all of the compartments, if you will, of my life that I had really compartmentalized for so long and kept certain people in certain compartments and only let certain people in with certain things. And coming out with that was a really big turning point. And so we get to the middle of June and we go to a music festival. And it's really interesting because this was a really big part of our old life. We really liked music festivals, we liked going out, we liked nightclubs, we really had a lot of those things in our life a lot. And we had already had the tickets to this music festival for many, many, many months. And we were really torn on if we should go or not because there was definitely some fear around could this be triggering of, you know, bringing us back down into low vibrational behaviors, bringing us out of this, frankly, bubble that we've been living in for the better part of the last three or four months and this massive trajectory of growth that we've been on. And we decided that we control our reality and we control the choices that we make. And so we went and it was actually going pretty decently well. And after day one of the festival, there was a shooting at the festival and the rest of the festival got canceled. And that experience was honestly terrifying and I'm not going to go into super detail with it but just to kind of share a little bit of what happened we were inside the festival when the shooting occurred in the campgrounds and when it happened a news alert was released um, you know active shooter at the Gorge Amphitheater Um, if you're in the area you know run fight or hide and it actually said the amphitheater it didn't say the campgrounds and so 
we are, you know, at one of the stages enjoying the music festival and we pull my phone out sometime between 8 and 9 p.m. And I had dozens of texts and missed calls and I immediately knew something was wrong. And I opened my phone and it's several of our friends and our puppy sitter and a screenshot of active shooter at the gorge. And we're like, what is happening? Looking around, there seems to be a little bit of people kind of going towards the gate, but like, obviously we don't hear any gunshots and we're not really sure what's happening. And there's a solid, I wanna say two minutes where I didn't have service. So I obviously couldn't call anyone or really respond to anything. And we're heading over to the gate as at this point, you know, some people are and there's about two minutes there where we really believe that we are involved in an active shooter situation. And that kind of reality of your life being in danger was really sobering. And we get to the gates and it's barricaded by police and they tell us you can't leave. There's an incident in the campgrounds. Um, you know, it's, it's being taken care of and really grateful that we obviously were inside the festival we are safe we were not involved in the shooting really just those moments those few minutes of not knowing what was going on and reading that you know alert being put out was really sobering and so we are driving home and it was just a really somber day and it was a moment of realizing that we had been slowly slipping into unconsciousness. We had slowly started to slip from some of our healthier habits and it's a slippery slope and it, the ego and the mind and suffering really is very sneaky when you're not diligent and being conscious. And so I know this is kind of messy and jumbled. It's, it's really hard to explain and kind of put this into words sometimes that I feel like other people will resonate with. So just bear with me. But this was just a moment of understanding and understanding. If you've never heard that word before, which I hadn't until this year, understanding is like I know something. I, you know, mentally, like I, I understand it. You know, I understand two plus two equals four. Understanding is like I deeply in my soul and, you know, have integrated and experienced and potentially embodied this so understanding versus understanding but this was the moment of understanding that this path has to be the only option this path has to be the priority and there is no other way for me anymore i am a person who is on this earth to help others heal their suffering to help awaken to spread this message of authenticity and vulnerability and love and it really truly was just the turning point of i am all in and there is no going back and so right around june 20th i did something really wild and i chopped off all of my hair and my hair has always been a really big part of my identity of generally always have long hair sometimes i will be going through something tough and cut it out of you know pain or as a behavioral thing but this time i cut it all off up to my shoulders the shortest it's been in in my adult life and i did it 
differently. I didn't do it out of pain like when I, you know, miscarried our daughter and I didn't do it out of I need to do something drastic to feel something different. I did it as a final detachment from my physical form and my physical identification because it had always been such a part of me and it no longer felt authentic and I love it and I always say like in the mirror I look at myself and I smile and I'm like this is my most authentic self my higher self has short hair and it was like shedding all of these decades of all of the old things that weren't serving me anymore and it was just a really cool moment and so end of June Eric and I went on a really awesome camping trip we just needed to get away and heal and recenter from the music festival and we took our dogs and we went out camping for several days and so we come home it's like the end of June I am just again on cloud nine I am just so happy and, and the content that I'm putting out is really positive and spiritual school is going amazing and I am getting really deep into a second thing that I added to my life which was joining a mastermind I like to call it a spiritual financial collective but it was really just the start of this like deeply disidentifying from society what I call the matrix if you will and really starting to take my power back in this last kind of final way and we're just eating so incredibly clean and really doing so many things every day to be our most authentic selves at this point i am not wearing any makeup at all in fact for the better part of this year i think i can count on one hand how many times i've worn makeup and if you had seen or knew the old me I never left the house without makeup and I always had my nails and toes done and I always had my legs shaved and I always was dressed up and I just started to really deeply love myself in my raw form and these are all of the byproducts and things that naturally come from walking this path and making healthy choices. I stopped watching TV. I started just really connecting with the essence of who I am as a soul and why we are on this earth. So this brings us to July. We are just on top of the world. Our relationship is the healthiest it has ever been. We are so deeply in love and just connecting in really intimate and vulnerable and deep ways. And about a week into July, we go to the Oregon Country Fair. Before going to the fair for, to be honest, y'all, I don't even know how long, too long. Our car had been making a weird noise and it was really subtle. And it was kind of like when you have a rock in your tire is the best way I can explain it. There was definitely a noise coming from the front end and we ignored it. And we ignored it for far too long and we should not have been going on a several hour drive out to you know the oregon country fair without getting that looked at and we did and this was a really big lesson in grounding and in being present equally and healthily in both the 3d and the 5d and what i mean when i say that is 3d is you know earth society life bills your house getting your car looked at and the 5d is you know spiritual and meditation and all of those other things and this is where 
we had definitely kind of left the 3D and entered this 5D bubble. And so we don't get this noise looked at and we drive to the fair and on our way to the fair, the noise gets worse. And my partner was very persistent. We were about 40 minutes out of, we're just gonna keep driving, it's gonna be fine. And I started to have panic. And this is not a state of being that I live in. This is a state of being that I have lived in for much of my life, but not this year. And so at this point, we're you know six, seven months into the year, and I start to have this panic. And you know we kind of start not arguing, but I'm really pushing like, I think we should pull over and like get the car looked at. And we keep driving and it gets worse. And there's this moment driving on the freeway where the noise and this kind of like thud, clicking, I don't even know how to describe it. And my heart's actually racing even talking about it, starts to happen. And what I imagine is source or God or whatever, my guides, my higher self talking through me, screamed at my partner and told him, if you don't pull over, like we're gonna die. And we pulled over we called a mechanic in the area we were in this tiny little town and come to find out our i want to say wheel bearing the thing that connects your wheel to your axle had failed and according to the mechanic we were within minutes if not seconds from that locking up and our entire wheel would have gone up under our car and you know we're on the freeway going 70 miles an hour so it was just this really big moment of you know, this person looking at me and being like, you almost died and stopping absolutely saved your life. And we still went to the fair and we still had a really good day. We woke up the next day and this really strange thing happened in me where I just really kind of became aware of how fragile life can be and how important listening to my intuition is and how critical it is to consciously make healthy high vibe choices for the betterment of myself of humanity of the planet and i put out a video that looking back was definitely a lot of ego and a lot of i think fear and just not processing through the emotions of that experience but I had put out a video of just declaring. And that was really the intention was to declare, I no longer allow or choose escapism. I no longer allow or choose going out and partying alcohol. I no longer welcome energy or people into my life who cannot at least honor and support and respect the new me and really the real me, not the new me, but the healed version of me that's trying to make these healthy choices. And it was this really tough time in my life where I was saying goodbye so rapidly to so many people that were no longer aligned or were unable to support my highest good or that I was unable to support the decisions that they were making. And this included family. And that was really tough. And I think a lot of people think that those decisions were just easy or I don't care, but they were really challenging. It's really hard to look at family members who've been a part of your life your whole life or, you know, for a really long time and say, I need time and space away from you because you're not supporting my highest good and 
your ways of engaging and your unhealed behaviors are impacting me and you know I'm in a vulnerable place where this is all really new to me and I'm still learning my boundaries and I'm still learning to integrate all of this massive amount of change and if you're not supportive of that and you're still behaving in low vibrational or unhealthy ways and or not you know accepting the new me or forgiving the old me really that's just not something I can choose for myself right now. This is kind of a really big turning point coming into the middle of July of at this point 90-95% of all of the people in my life have left my life whether by their choice, by my choice, by natural distance, by not resonating anymore. All of my closest friends, um, I've never really had a lot of close family that I talk to regularly but this includes my mother, all of these relationships had, for whatever reason in whatever way, kind of faded out. And the second half of July was really just quiet and looking inward and trying to integrate these changes and integrate what in my old life needs to continue to be let go of and what in my new life needs to be given more energy and be integrated. And I heard something in a podcast that someone I really look up to did. It is actually the founder of the Wealth Spiritual Collective Mastermind I'm in, Jeremy Griff. And he puts out a lot of really great content around financial education and conscious wealth. And he was doing an interview with someone named Nick Comodina. I hope I said that right. And Nick was saying that his pivotal moment of really, in essence, what I was experiencing at the end of July was understanding, and the quote that he said was, your new life will cost you your old life. And it was kind of in July when I realized through this really scary experience and entering a no contact phase with my mother and stepping away from some of my longest, oldest friends that I really started to understand that I was going to have to completely let go of my old life. And that doesn't mean everything and anything being eradicated and I can't have relationships with anyone, but as they were, it was time for me to really let go of my old life. That brought some grief. I really needed to grieve these relationships, to grieve these things of my life that weren't serving me anymore and I had been holding on to you know like music festivals and a few other things that just I knew deep down weren't serving me but I had already been letting go of so much and there was so much explosive change and growth that it was really difficult for me to let go of some of these things and so I just started to get quiet look inward and The second half of July was just setting up the website, getting the podcast logos, getting the domain, really making this my focus and my priority. And that brings us to August, which is the month we are in now. August started off with a really awesome impromptu trip to San Diego. We had some airline miles and that's where um, a lot of our new friends that we've been making we're at and it's where we honeymooned at many 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 years ago and we thought you know it's 
a high vibe place. It's kind of like the beachy Portland. Let's go and just have a magical time there. And we did. We were just embodying our highest selves. We were really in alignment and really just having this magical time and came back and started recording the podcast and started making this this full-time focus which honestly brings us up to 10 days ago august 15th which was our seven year anniversary there was a really big time for several months where i didn't know that we would make it to that and so it was just a really cool time of celebration and last weekend we at the same time we'd bought the tickets to the last music festival we had tickets to another music festival at that same venue and i knew deep down somewhere in the quiet voice of my mind that i didn't want to go i knew this was a part of my old life i knew these things and for a plethora of reasons that's for a different episode I decided to go. This last week has been so difficult. I've really been struggling because I went to this music festival and the first couple of days were okay, but holistically, it did not go well. The wildfires in Canada, the smoke in Washington state was just horrific. Like the last day of the festival, air quality was at a 300 and I don't even know how I was out camping in that for six days at a music festival but the air was just terrible there was a heat wave so it was like 102 degrees our first couple days there and i really just started to notice how deeply the escapism and frankly drug culture of the music festival community had gotten and it was really uncomfortable it was really triggering for me and my partner him more so than me we were you know struggling to stay aligned and coming home from that trip on monday i'm you know recording this on friday august 25th so this is like four days ago coming home from that trip i came back completely wiped i energetically was so drained i physically felt awful i lost so many of my healthy habits with you know meditating and my diet and my sleep these really core parts of my values and my identity today and it just all went out the window and so the last few days i've really just shut off from the world i've been looking inward i've been you know getting back into the swing of meditating and being in my greenhouse and eating healthy and being good to my body and really kind of cleansing that experience and that brings us to now we are at the end of august and wow it has been a journey and every day i'm just amazed at how much change and growth and healing happens and this is the end of the introduction we've made it through all three episodes i know the first two were a lot and this one had a lot of information in it but We made it. You now have the kind of really deep overview of my story, my suffering, and also my awakening and my beauty and this year of just magical experiences that I've had. And I have four months left in, you know, this healing year that I took for myself. And I will continue to share that journey with you all as that goes on. But 
This is the end of the introduction series, and from this point forward, we are going to focus on the real meat of this podcast and switching into that format. So in closing, next week we will start off on having a topic every week, and I'm just going to pick something. They could be topics like addiction or mental health or grieving, um, you know, saying goodbye, whatever, whatever topic is for that week, and I will definitely find ways to reach out to you all and get topics that you want me to talk about but I'm gonna pick a topic and I'm going to talk about it and share what I've learned what's worked what hasn't worked some really like high level and deep high vibe tips and things that you can do to hopefully alleviate some of the suffering or to have more you know authenticity and vulnerability in your life I will see you all next week as we really start this journey Thank you so much for your time and energy as always. I love you and today I challenge you all listening to this to go do something kind for yourself.